baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and today's date is the 24th day of June, 2016, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this leaning against the wall at Fenway Park, the home of the Boston Red Sox. I am looking, I am about an arm's length away from Pesky's pole in right field. I have good seats here in the right field area. The sun is blinding me right now. We're about to see the Red Sox play the White Sox on June 22nd, 2016. And you know, your pal Sully, your pal Sully is a big, big Red Sox fan. I've stayed loyal to the Red Sox through all these years, even though I have not lived in Massachusetts since the mid-80s. And this is the first time I've been to Fenway since 2002. I haven't been here since 2002. I haven't been here since before they built the monster seats. And they've won three world championships since then. Now you can see, I haven't been here, you know, last time there was the mid-80s, and they're playing on the loudspeaker here, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. It's as if they knew I was coming. If the next song is a talking head song, I'm going to freak out. Let's see what the next song is going to be. And because it's ambient, I don't have to worry about paying for the rights. You know, the place looks amazing. You know, it's still a little cramped. I don't know what song I'm listening to right now. Uh, the place is a little cramped when you're walking around. You know, there's still, you know, it doesn't have all the amenities. Oh, yeah, another 80s song. Um, it doesn't have all the amenities of, say, uh, AT&T Park or Petco Park or some of the new ones. But there is a great charm that you go around when you're walking around and you're cramped. And they, 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 you're bumping into people and it's a thin, you know, the, the walkways are kind of thin. The seats are a little small. And it looks fabulous. Now, one thing I, I have to say, I'm here and I'm looking up at the retired numbers. When I was here last, the retired numbers were 9, 4, 1, 8, and 27. Ted Williams, uh, Joe Cronin, Bobby Doerr, Kyle Stromsky, Carlton Fisk. Since then, they've doubled it. Six for Johnny Pesky, although I also like to think a little bit for Bill Buckner. 14 for Jim Rice, 45 for Pedro Martinez, and 26 for Wade Boggs. 42 is there for Jackie Robinson, and of course the irony is not lost on me that Jackie Robinson first tried out for the Red Sox, and uh, let's just say Tom Yawkey didn't want him on the team. But... Scene 26 there makes me really, really happy because Boggs, yeah, this is long overdue to see Wade Boggs honor here and justifiably so. Well, I'm standing right here by the wall and there's the, the dirt for the warning track all around here and I'm that, I can see the foul line. In fact, there's a White Sox fan right now who's taking a photograph of the... Uh, uh, are you taking the Are you taking the wall? He's getting a, he, he's leaning right over, getting a shot of the wall. Now, 
the interesting thing is, is that I was just about to talk about people who lean over this wall. Shit, right? yeah, no, no. I hey, my what did you, I did. dude? You dropped your glasses. <laughs> What's your name, man? Scott. Scott. I'm sorry. I'm recording my podcast. Uh, Scott from Chicago. Are you from Chicago? Chicago? Yep, Scott. Scott from Chicago. Dropped his glasses. Let me see. He's Scott. About to jump over the wall. No, no, no. Hold on. I, I, he's about to jump over the wall to grab his glasses. Or should we call someone over? Hey, Pablo Sandoval, you're not doing anything. We need we need some glasses here. I'm going to wave over someone here. We dropped up. We dropped glasses. We don't want to jump over. See, I'm see what I'm trying I to do. I do. I want to stand on Fenway Field. I well, all right. I'm just trying to avoid you. You no, flew all the way from Chicago. Fifty-three, but I'm still in pretty good shape. I'm you're, pretty fast. Yeah, I'm here you with know, Scott. I think, from, I think I can do it. But all right. I don't want security here. We don't want to go to jail. The man dropped his glasses. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. All right. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. <laughs> this is uh, not where I was expecting to be recording, but there you go. <laughs> I'm here with Scott from Chicago. You flew in here from... Just from, flew in from Chicago today. I got here this morning. Never been uh, to Fenway before. Never been to Fenway. Uh, my season ticket holder partner uh, for the Cubbies. Uh, and I'm a Chicago fan all the way around. Yeah, yeah you're so wearing the White Sox garb, but, but you're I, a Cub fan. you got you, 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 You're happy for either Chicago Absolutely. team. Absolutely. Especially since they won yesterday. Yeah. Which I didn't think they were going to do. Uh, so. Don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. <laughs> I've been a Red so, Sox fan my whole life. Don't so rub it in. My, my Cubbies lost three games in a row, so I'm thinking maybe the Sox are going to pick them up and win three games. Well, you know what? Cry me a river about this year's Cubs team because they're going to win 115 games. But then again... They're going to break 100. Yeah, and they're going to break 100, and you know they'll lose to the Marlins no, in the first round. Not, not this year. Not going to happen. Yeah, do you know what? We live in a world where there's a world champion Cleveland team. So it used to be. No. There's oh, a, you talking about basketball? Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying in That's general. That's a much bigger ball in a much goofier sport. All right, I, I, was mean, try, I was trying to give <laughs> I was trying to give some hope for the people of no, Cleveland. No, no, no. All right, well, okay, Chicago, it's been, what, 108 years? Long time. 108. Long time. We had an 86-year drought, but I don't know if you heard it. didn't make the papers, but it ended. I remember. And uh, then we decided to win another one. Then we decided to win another one yeah. because we found out it's much better to be a obnoxious winner than an obnoxious loser. Yeah. Well, one thing to be said for the Cubs is they are the ones who hold the record for most wins in a season, which is 116. That's true. Only one team has tied it. That's the Mariners, and I yep. think it was in 01 or 02. It was in 01, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I think uh, I think it's time for some records to fall and some right. championships to be won in and, Chicago. And uh, glasses to fall on the uh, on the ground. How sweet up. would a World Series played in here and Wrigley Field yeah, be? Yeah, that'd be amazing. I, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it and thinking about it. That was the tragedy of 03, yeah. is that you would have had the two teams yep. and both of them in the middle of a, of a, of a, uh, a curse. And something's got to give. And so naturally it was Marlins you know Yankees. What? There's so much electricity at Wrigley this year. I don't think a curse is going to come anywhere near that field. Well, it's. Uh, let me tell you something. I, for one, uh, I'm a diehard Sox fan, but if I have a nationally team, it's San Francisco because I live in California. You need to specify Red Sox because right. uh, to me, a diehard Sox fan, I'm a, you know, it's a Chicago White Sox fan. But. True that. <laughs> I got to say, a Cubs-Giants playoff series would be yes. that that will go seven stellar that will go absolutely I, stellar. Like, look at this Cubs team is great I don't bet against Bochi in October yeah. Bochi's the best in the biz and Madden's the second best in the biz so that'd be something yeah. oh hey Scott from Chicago enjoy Boston thank you so much this place rocks and I'm so glad Wade Boggs's number is up there <laughs> all right take care man take care. Thanks a lot. that was a little Scott from Chicago there
didn't expect to have a guest on. You what? I'm gonna go up to my seats. See when this game starts. And Robert Parrish on a team that beat Houston to give the 1986 NBA World Championship to the Boston Celtics. Please welcome Jan Volk. They really are pulling on all the stops for this being the a 1980s tribute to me. Oh wow, John Havlicek's here. And Celtics fans can still hear Johnny Moses call. Checks here. Unbelievable. And I went to school with John Havlicek's daughter in the mid-80s. Unbelievable. Wow, we got Satch Sanders and John Havlicek. Oh. That's uh, pretty cool. The Red Sox welcome you, admire you, and respect you, and are proud to be your partners in sport in the city of Boston. Wow, look at that. Now, grant. Granted, 86 team, all we got was the GM, but what are you going to do? Play ball! 
And of course, one jerk had to yell, go Red Sox, in the middle of the anthem. What was your question, buddy? Um, how can when we go to an A's game, they don't have us do that? Like, I haven't heard of them seeing the national anthem at an, at an, a, an Oakland A's game. Well, they, they sing the national anthem there. We're, we're just probably too late to see it. Okay. All right, a bunch of little leaguers from Hingham were on the field. That's pretty cool. All right, let's play some ball. the things about this stadium. It's a wonderful stadium, but it was designed in 1912, and our seats, where we are, they're wonderful seats, but they're facing center field. If I sit and look forward, I'm looking at center field. I'm looking at the center fielder. In order to see the game, I have to turn my head to the left and crane over the four or five people sitting in front of me. So while this is great, and the sun is down, it's not in our eyes, it's the, the, the seats aren't pointing at the game, which you would think would be a high priority. Which is, okay, when we put the seat in, where should it face? I don't know. The game? Uh-oh, there's a foul ball that's coming our way. And oh, the right fielder caught it. I thought it was going to be a foul ball. So I think that if we move down three seats, we'll have a better view. And I keep suggesting this to my son, Aiden. Aiden, why don't you want to move down to those three empty seats? I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Because our tickets say these seats and this is where we have to sit? Yeah. Well, what if nobody sits in those seats? What if they're empty? What if they're ghosts? What if it's Elijah? What if it's nothing there? What are we... What are we why would we... Who would we be hurting if we moved down three seats? Well, we'd be using too much energy. We'll be, using, we'll be able to save energy. You know what? I may move down. And also that the old, that, um, also that you're supposed, that these days you're supposed to follow rules. And it doesn't say that you have to, you can move down there on your ticket. Uh, they, uh, they're following the rules. There you go. I want to move three seats down. Well, okay, let's wait for the inning. Hanley Ramirez is up. Two are on, one are out. It's the second inning. The White Sox have a one nothing lead. And I'm craning my head over this woman's sunglasses to see what's going on. There's two strikes on Hanley. My son Aiden has pointed out that he would like to see the game a little more than he is. Yet those seats remain empty, and Aiden refuses to move down. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with Hanley Ramirez. Ramirez. Called strike three. Terrible call by the ump. I would have had a better view of it if Aiden would let me move down Bye. to the next seat. Well, you can move. I'm going to see this at bat, and someone who looks like Guy Fieri's drunk brother was standing in my way. Okay, the usher just whisked him off. Yeah, yo, you can move up if you want, man. Man? Is that what you call daddy? Man? Well, you are a man. I am a man. Good point. Oh, Big Poppy was thrown out the plate by about 45 feet. I love Big Poppy, but he's a brachiosaurus. He can't run that fast. Oh, what were they thinking? Still one up. Did you just ask me? Are you recording your podcast? Of course I am. What is my podcast called? Sully Baseball Daily. And now, who am I? Paul, Fran- Paul Francis Sullivan. And what are we here watching? Baseball. So what better combination of a place 
than me at a baseball game to do a podcast? Um, it's Paul Francis Solomon at a baseball game. That's right. And, well, by, and by the way, you were right about those not taking the seats. Those people moved in. Yeah. Oh. If I had done that, it would have been an embarrassing thing. We would have to scoot back over here. So you're right. I should always listen to my son. How true. Well, the game is tied, and we're still in the middle innings, and yet I'm getting my stuff together. Why is that? Why would I do this? This thing that I would look at with, if I'd seen myself as a younger man, getting ready to leave during a tie game at Fenway Park after not being here for so many years? Am I a real fan? What am I doing wrong? Excuse me. Am I a real fan? Now, what, what's the matter with you? What, are, are you soft? No, I'm not soft. My son is a little sick, and I think he may be getting a fever. Now, I have fever. I have Red Sox fever. I have Fenway fever. I have Pennant fever. But there's something that happens when you get older. You realize that there are real fevers. And there's actually some things that, well, take precedent over watching your favorite team in your favorite stadium. And I'd love to stay here and watch the whole dang game. And, and you know, maybe I just hope the boys enjoy this a little bit. But the fact of the matter is this. When my son looks at me and I see that he's shivering a little bit, and it's not a cold night, and I know that he has had a little bit of a, a bug that he had to, you know, kick not too long ago, you know what? This is when being a father stares you in the face. And you say, what's more important? Watching this game here in the stadium or taking care of your son? And I got to tell you, it took me about an inning to weigh the pros and cons. But my son's won out. So, I hope the Sox win. And maybe, just maybe, the fact that I haven't been here for all these years and they won the World Series while I was gone, maybe that'll help them come back and win this game here against the White Sox. I sure hope so. And I hope my guys at least will have some nice memory of seeing this ballpark. And they spent a little bit of time actually paying attention to the game, even when we didn't move over. Do you know what? The funny thing is, is those people who filled up those seats, now they can move over and sit here. There's something profound about that. I haven't quite figured it out. All right, just pick that up. That's yours, buddy. Okay, packing up here in the lower right field stands. I'm just waiting for the inning to end here. So I can get up and not block everyone's view. Uh, go to sullybaseball.com. Go to mlbreports.com to see the up-to-date listings of who owns baseball. You can follow me on Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Stitcher. Uh, on Instagram, my handle is Sully Baseball Podcast. Go check that out. There'll be some pictures from my sentimental journey that I'm on right now. Uh, what else can you do? You can be old school. You can send me an email at info at sullybaseball.com. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Watch this end with a dramatic walk-off home run with me sitting in my hotel room in Waltham, Massachusetts. From Fenway Park, finally, this has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast. I'm your host, 
Paul Francis Sullivan, no matter where I am, no matter what team I'm going to be watching, I'm a Red Sox fan till the end, and you can call me Sullivan. Okay, guys, let's go.